And now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle. With your host, Tyler Butterball Buterball. Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker. And he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch, he's going to be able to set these guys up. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good. And David Double D Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're, they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin. This is... The biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL, you could possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One. And now here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. That's right. It's Blow the Whistle on Friday. TGIF, everybody. We are here for our NFL draft extravaganza. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel like we should have bells and whistles going for all this. I really do. Fireworks and all that good stuff. Are you singing? (laughs) Do you want to say hi? No. You don't want to say hi? We've got a special guest in the studio with us. Little Ray. Our little Ray of Sunshine. My daughter, Raylan Kennedy Dykstra, in the studio. You gonna you gonna talk football? No, <laughs> no. And unfortunately, well, but not unfortunately. No. Our other bro, yeah, Tyler Butterball Buterball, and the director of social media, the greatest director of social mm-hmm. media, Emily Green, are in Nashville, and we want to send out congratulations. Great job, guys. Engaged to be married, couldn't be happier for both of them. Yep. You want to go on my lap now? All right. Come on. I want to go on. I want to. Where, where's mine? Here. You can sit right here. Oh, Do you want man. to talk into the mic? Hey. I'm, hey. Hey. Who's the best football team in the world? Me. You? <laughs> All right. I like, I like the Raylands, too. They're All pretty right. cool. Well, we got a lot to get to. We're good. It's literally going to it's be nothing but NFL draft today. We aren't even doing your killing me smiles. We'll probably sprinkle in it, a little. It's you're in, killing. It's within. It's, you're going to have within. to search for it, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Exactly. We also want to welcome in everybody from the Under the Hood podcast, new and reoccurring. Also, if you can't catch this episode live, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but we understand life is busy, life is hectic. You can catch us on pretty much every platform known to man: Spotify. Uh, iPod, iTunes, iPods, whatever. Same thing, yeah. I, technology. Listen, yeah. there's only one place that really matters. That's right? right, and that's QuadPod. And why is that, David? Because QuadPod never forgets about you. Absolutely. <laughs> and that being said, what? Uh, okay, uh, let me just preface this, yes. ladies and gentlemen. We were all hanging out here last night because X Bomb had their show last night. Yes, we did. Uh, live stream on YouTube and Facebook. 
Uh, unbelievably great show. Andrew Valentin, Drew Guilla talking about the NFL draft. We all leave. Yeah. And I, what? We got maybe a half an hour in. I would say so. About like, a half an hour into the draft. <laughs> I call Andrew, and we then proceed to spend the next hour and a half to two hours on the phone together yeah. watching the NFL draft last I, night together. That was. This has probably been one of the most fun moments I've had with the draft just because simply there was so much that was happening. Like every every single time a new team would come up, you're like, Oh, what's going to happen next? Because all of a sudden stuff was dropping. I mean, we had what? Nine trades, nine trades, the most trades in the first round ever. Yeah. Two pretty big wide, wide receiver names. I wouldn't necessarily one big talent. One six go in the first round. That's a record too. wide receivers going crazy. And yeah, just being drafted, but you had two traded from teams. Yeah. Uh, un- one unexpected, both kind of unexpectedly. Uh, well, I I called one. I called one of them. AJ? Uh, no, Hollywood. How, you called Hollywood? I, I, okay. I, I said that the Ravens should trade him. I didn't think they were going to trade him to Arizona. <laughs> didn't see that happening. But it also makes sense. You're pairing him up with his old quarterback. I think they're trying to hope for that. That magic that you see with Burrow and Jalen Hurts and all those guys, right? You pair the quarterback with his old wide receiver. You have that magical moment. But this draft, my my goodness, it was probably the most fun I've seen because of all these trades well, and, and all every, these moves. Everything was pretty status quo until 10. Yeah. Absolutely. Or, right after 10. Yeah. After, <laughs> after the top 10, which we're going to get into one of those because... Yes. I... I had somebody confirm what I believed to be true, mm-hmm. so I felt a little good about my life this morning on our <laughs> on, on our show, okay, on BetQL. So, it, um, pretty status quo. Uh, Trayvon Walker going number one overall. Yeah, uh, to me, we we've talked about it. We thought they should have went O line with it to protect their franchise bookend. I mean, it's not a bad pick. It's just like your more valuable pick was in your quarterback. It's not to say Trayvon Walker is not good, but I also watched his tape back again too last night. I know we didn't talk for X Bomb Sports. We didn't talk about the number one pick or anything. We talked about that on Wednesday, but I watched back his tape, and the one thing that I saw with Trayvon Walker is he doesn't really get a lot of good one-on-one matchups. He has a lot of he struggles sometimes with the bigger offensive linemen. Like you saw him against Evan Neal, he kind of has a problem kind of squaring up with those bigger guys that are going to be up front on him. So I think he's going to have to put on a little bit more weight. He's going to have to get a little bit stronger. But he has all the potential in the world of being like a dominant defensive end. It's, it's also well, and they also have a great team around him. I don't too. deny his upside. Yeah, his upside is very, very positive, right. and, and that is the truth. My issue is, um, one can, can we just talk for a second about it being probably one of the fastest first rounds I've ever seen. Yeah, I, that it went by so well. It went by quick, and then I'm I used called to being up to about yeah. 11, 11.30. Yeah, we, was, we were pretty. Just, we were kind of close on it, but it was ten thirty. I know it was an hour shorter than I thought. I it was will say be. I did call it. By the time we got to pick twenty, that's the Steelers. It of did. course, slowed it down. <laughs> the brakes did get slammed a little bit. Yes, <laughs> on it. Not too bad though. No, I, I, there there were still, but. Can we just say I've never seen a second pick get in as fast as Detroit put their second pick in? Oh, it's one of those things where where they're like, all right, 
Jacksonville, and go. Hutchinson, Hutchinson, Hutchinson. <laughs> and put it in. We yelling, need that hometown boy. Yelling at the guy. I swear to God, if you don't have it written down right now. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if they pre, pre, pre-drafted pre it, though. You know what I'm saying? They probably they, told they him, told like, him ahead of like, time, if, if you're you, not number one, you're, we're taking you to. Yeah. It was probably well, already given. Well, not just him, but, like, the guys that actually put the card in. I oh, wonder yeah. if they – if, if we – if Hutchinson goes one, we're taking him. Get that in. If Hutchinson doesn't get drafted, number one. <laughs> Raylan's got to take, want, folks. What do you want? I want a snack from the machine. You want a snack from the machine? <laughs> we'll do that in a little bit, okay? All right. I want a snack, too, by the way. I'm that just being, <laughs> but once again, right. very quick, great move for Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. You, you now have... Your your foundation. Yes, you have really. I would say you have your. I think I would even call him almost the. It's too soon to rush, but you've got the future captain of that defense at this oh, point. Oh, absolutely, probably the future captain we, of the team. Bar we, none. we both have said he he's JJ Watt esque. I mean, I heard I heard people saying JJ Watt. I heard somebody else uh, was it Danny Danny Amendolara was the one that said that. He's uh he's not JJ Watt, but he gave him TJ Watt, which I mean, that's still a good comp. Yeah. For this for, for the kind of player what? he I'm is. I'm not JJ, I'm TJ. Yeah. Darn it. <laughs> oh, I'm the other Watt brother. Who How just unfortunate. Got paid. <laughs> no, yeah. I Detroit the, the first the first real big surprise though. Yeah. Derek Stingley Jr. That was a shocker. But, I was But at the same time you go back two years ago, right? That's that's not a surprise at all. It's maybe no. even a surprise that he dropped a three, right? Well, <laughs> I think here's the thing with corners: like you don't ever want to take a DB like a corner or a safety too high, because like Jamal Adams, right? Jamal Adams was a fine player, but obviously he was never. I don't think he was ever going to be worth the top ten pick that he actually came out to be. Unfortunately, unless he does more, right? Stingley Jr. I mean. He went in the same position as a guy like Jeff Okuda for Detroit, who has really kind of been at this point a bust. And the fact that you've got Daryl, Dar- you've got Stingley Jr. going three. Yeah, it's a high pick. Yeah, you're talking about a player who's also coming off an injury. But at the same time, you're talking about the potential best corner in the draft, a shutdown guy on zone, on man-on-man coverage that. And let's be honest, too. This is what Lovey Smith likes. He loves his defense. He's this a defensive-minded coach. And this is kind of your... I don't. I think he might be better than Charles Tillman, unfortunately. I'm just... Sorry, I'm That's, just spitballing that. That, that is the comparison. Yeah, he, he's getting a lot of comparisons to like some pretty up-there echelon cornerbacks. He's got that ability to just take out a receiver. Oh, he's a shutdown if he wants to be. Yes, and absolutely. And that, that's the big dig on him. Yeah. Does he want to play? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, listen, I for Houston, Lovey Smith is a guy that gets the most out of his DBs. The one thing he's going to ask Derek Stingley to do a lot of is tackle. I know he's not always the best tackler. So I think getting with Lovey I mean, is going to help his game almost let's improve. Be, let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. Some of the best cornerbacks ever have not been great tacklers. No. Absolutely. Dion. Dion was. <laughs> Dion did not we want to tackle anybody. That was almost that we didn't even look at each other and count that yeah. down. That was synchronized <laughs> there, ladies and gentlemen. That, that's that's I, that I mean, meltdown. Revis yeah. is another one. Well, Revis Revis was a tackler. He led the team in tackles. We have to remember there were times where he did. Ramsey, 
Ramsey. Well, yeah. Ram- See, that's the thing. Revis, uh, Tillman, uh, Charles Woodson's another one. Rod Woodson, Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson. They're kind of the guys that go out and get those big tackles. They're going to be, we'll stop you on the run. We'll stop you in the pass. Ramsey is certainly a guy that's like, yeah, I'll tackle you, but I'm going for your legs. Otherwise I'm going for the interception. I want the pass breakups. I want the INTs. I want to take it back for a touchdown. So it's all a matter of what your skill set is. I think he's more of a sit on the wide receiver, get the interception guy. But if he learns how to be a better tackler, He's going to be one of the premier corners in the league. If you can do it all, if you can do it all as a corner, you're going to get paid. And then, like, really quick, just to go over the rest of the top ten, because it was pretty standard. Yeah. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau going to the Giants. I didn't like it, but... We'll see. I mean, listen. We'll see. Like once again, <laughs> yeah. it's a question of does he like football? Yeah. Well, I, I saw his whole new thing now when somebody asked him who would you like to play with in the NFL, and he said Aaron Donald. I'm like, you just got drafted, and you already want to go to L.A. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got this cap space, obviously. Yeah. So. I, yeah. They play with no cap space. <laughs> um. But out of the top ten, uh, yeah. so. The Jets absolutely killed it in that top ten. Oh, for sure. Getting getting the sauce. Yep. Which the, the secret sauce. The folks. secret sauce. They got is the secret just sauce. Ridiculous. And then at ten, getting Garrett Wilson. They got a lockdown corner and a breaker of a wide receiver. I mean, you've got. I I've always said that there there's four cornerstones to building a team: quarterback, offensive line, edge rusher, and cornerback. And then I always throw in the fifth option of the wide receiver. You got two in the top 10 that can be staples in the league for a long time. Easily the Jets, if they can play this right, and we haven't even mentioned their other pick that they had still too. Unbelievable. Another cornerstone pick. They should have went top 10. If you can hit on all of those guys, you've built a team that can now compete with that with the that Jets, division potentially. The Jets just had a draft day, the movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jermaine Johnson is going to be a special player, folks. He has the work ethic to do it. The best moment of the night for me was as as the Falcons draft Drake London, I get bombarded with texts. Are you, <laughs> you okay? That was is, every, is everything, yeah. what do you think? And I'm like, I haven't seen enough of him in the last year and a half to yeah. know. He was injured last year. Mm-hmm. He's a guy, he and Jahan Dotson, we both agreed we're the two best high pointers in the draft. Probably Absolutely. he was better only because of his size. Right. So I don't know if he's the highest valued wide receiver, but he certainly still has he's going to a be, lot of upside. He's going to be solid. Absolutely. And if he can pick up the speed a little bit, he's not, he's a fast guy already, but if he can get a little bit faster, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Calvin Ridley, but if you're talking about two of those, both of those guys coming back, with maybe whatever quarterback they draft next year for the Falcons, you're talking about Atlanta coming back. That like that's what you're saying. You're, yeah. The offense all of a sudden resurges back to where they need to be. All they need is a running back, and a <coughs> Giants, little, and a little bit more defense. Giants. <laughs> um, that would be that insane. being said. That was the status quo <laughs> of the top ten. Yeah. When we come back, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Let the chaos begin. Absolutely. That's all I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll be right back here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. That's right. It's nothing but football music, ladies and gentlemen, Absolutely. here on Blow the Whistle. Because it's the NFL draft. <laughs> the most wonderful time of the year, It's folks. the most wonderful. 
Their full time <laughs> of the year. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome back to Blow the Whistle. I'm David Dykstra. I'm here with my boy, Andrew Valentin and Little Ray. She's eating Cheetos right yeah, now. Yeah, she's eating Cheetos. She's Lucky. super content. <laughs> super content. <laughs> that being said, Andrew. Yep. Let the chaos begin. Let's do I'm it. I'm going to send out a question to our listeners. Who do you think messed up the draft this year? What team would you say messed up the draft this year? Hit us up on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BlowTWhistle1. That's B-L-O-W-T-W-H-I-S-T-L-E-1. Or you could email us at BlowTWhistleRadio at gmail.com. Andrew, <laughs> who's your pick as loser of round one, night one? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> just the easiest target. Just, just the easiest target. All the laughs and the, the, the just, I don't think I've ever heard Drew that happy in my entire <laughs> life. Oh, my God. It, so, for those who don't know, uh, Packers took two defensive players with 22 and 28. Quay Walker, who's a good linebacker. I don't know if I would have taken him in the first round. I feel like Dean was certainly a lot better. but And Dean's still out there. And Dean's still out there. <laughs> Somebody's Not getting a good linebacker. Not to mention the fact Jermaine Johnson was still on the freaking board yeah. when they were picking. Jermaine Johnson was out there, too. And Devontae Wyatt, who's a good player again. They and they took two positions obviously that they did need, but it just looks bad certainly for the Packers, and then obviously does not bode well for that relationship with Rodgers when it was being preached all the whole time wide receiver, wide receiver, okay, wide so, receiver. So this is what I've heard. Everybody drafted wide receivers before they had the opportunity to. Right. Now that's on them for not moving up. Yes. When they saw everybody else moving up. Everybody's jumping up in the draft, getting their guy. I mean, you see the, the Detroit and everybody, they're going to get their players. Yeah, speaking of which, Detroit went out and uh, traded up and got uh, <laughs> uh, Jameson, Jameson Williams, Williams yeah. from Alabama. So. Yes. <laughs> Detroit got a little bit better, folks. <laughs> they got Aiden Hutchinson and... <laughs> They got maybe the best Jameson defensive player Williams in the draft and, and maybe the fastest dude. Possibly the fastest <laughs> wide receiver in the yeah. draft. That being said, um, I've I kind of got a tie for my losers. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But I did, getting back to what I, what I was saying, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard that they didn't value any of the wide receivers that were left over to draft a, a in first the first rounder. round. That's and I understand that. I mean, this is one of those drafts so where there there could be a there's a lot of guys. Don't freak out Packers fans. Yeah. There may be a plethora. I love that word by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since Three Amigos, do you know what a plethora is? It's a good word, man. It rolls off the tongue. But What is it? Bean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. But There still is a lot of quality left in this wide receiver just juggernaut of of a draft class. The question just is going to become now, are they going to have the picks in place to be able to make those choices? Because, I mean, wait, you're talking, they're they're not picking until the 53rd pick. That's the 21st pick in the second round, the 53rd pick. I think they, there's a lot of teams I, that might take a receiver before you, that. Do you know who I think they've probably targeted? Mm. David Bell. 
And he, he will probably be there at 53. I don't even know about that, though, because, I mean, if you're looking at it right now. Screw him over Chicago. It's, it, you've got <laughs> Chicago. You've got the Jets again who could possibly just load up the team. Houston could be another one that's in play for a wide receiver, right? You never know what Minnesota might do. Minnesota wanted – Minnesota apparently wanted Jamison Williams, but they were willing to trade down in the draft – to get a safety that they probably could have gotten in the second round anyways. Yeah. I, there, I, there's the, the, the two for me that, that came out losers. And, and one of them is a little bit of a, I, I want to wait and see. Yeah. Kind of thing. But mm-hmm. Tennessee to me, loser first round. He just didn't get better. <sighs> it, that, he's a younger version of AJ Brown. Right. It, and who we're talking about is a uh, trade. Traylon Burks. Yes, Traylon Burks. A.J. Brown traded to the Eagles uh, and then got a massive contract. Yeah, um, yeah he did. <laughs> A.J. got paid. Four years, $100 million, right? That was the number. 65 or 56 of it guaranteed. Yeah, so a little over half of it guaranteed. And he already came out and kind of talked about it, and he said that the tenant, I guess they were in negotiations to try and get a deal done. Tennessee lowballed him. Yeah, Tennessee lowballed him apparently pretty bad. Yeah. I've... I what did I hear? Somebody somebody took a guesstimation. They said it was probably around like the fifty sixty million dollar mark, which is hard to sell considering there's all these wide receivers that are getting paid a ton of money. So the fact that you get Traylon Burks, which by the way is not a bad pick by any means, right? It's not a it's, it's a great pick because I I completely forgot they still have Robert Woods. Hopefully he can be healthy. So it's a good matchup. The problem is, is that you're losing your veteran wide receiver, gaining a younger guy who's going to have to kind of learn from the ground up. And you could have spent that money on the wide receiver, A.J. Brown, if you weren't paying your quarterback all this money. That's my biggest thing is, did you not go to Ryan Tannehill and say, do you want us to keep him? because Re- Reconstruct your yeah, contract. Take a, take a cut. Otherwise, we have to let him go. So clearly, they never did that. Or Tannehill was just like, nope. yeah, I'm not taking no. a cut. I'm ne- Otherwise, I'm not getting paid his money. He's in his last year. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I'm not taking yeah, a cut. I'm, t- I'm getting paid now, and then I, I'll be a backup forever. I don't know. Whatever he's going to do. I, I would say the other team for me that was a loser, yeah. and, and this one I'm sticking to, mm. is New Orleans. Why? And it's not so That's much. Not, yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. so much who they drafted, right? But to trade up, yes, to the eleven spot to get him, he would have. I think he would have been there at eighteen. I well get, remember what we talked about though. Washington he, was looking for a receiver, and oh, they knew Washington knew who they wanted. Yeah, <laughs> they knew for them to jump that fast. Yeah. They knew that's, exactly who they wanted. That's fair. That's fair to say. Well, that, that's the thing, though, is that this draft, because of all the trades and everything, I feel like everybody's draft board lined up perfectly, right? So the moment somebody's gone, you know exactly who you're taking next, right? Yeah. Oh, Washington's going to trade out of the 11th pick for for the Saints to move up. Who are they taking? Chris Olave. Okay. Then Jamison Williams is gone. All right. Well, who's next on our boards? Jahan Dotson. That's who we're going with. So immediately upon them getting... Right on that situation, they're like just locking the pick, and, and we I already have, know who we're taking. And I have to say, you know, God bless you, RG three, for your description of Jahan Dotson. <laughs> that man could catch a sleeping baby and have it not wake up. I it's, was like, that is a, amazing. Such a weird way to describe it, but I love it. It's, it's, it's different. Amazing. It's different. Well, it's on amazing. RG three. Um, a couple of little weird ones for me. Yeah. Um, Dallas. 
taking Tyler Smith from Tulsa. I like I said, we were joking about. I joked this with you yesterday when we were on the phone. I'm like, do you think he meant to say Tyrod Smith? Yeah, right. And then accidentally said Tyler Smith, and he's like, oh no, that's not who I meant. <laughs> Wrong Tyler. And then and honestly, it's, I'll say this: it's not a bad pick. It's not it's a just, horrible one, but it was. It's way. It was a big stretch. You could have got him in the second round. Absolutely. I feel like. Absolutely. I think he would have maybe gone earlier, so he may not have been there for them in the second round. But there's a good chance you could have possibly maybe move into the second round to go and get him. So I I, I don't know. I like it's a decent pick, but yeah. I thought there was other things that Dallas needs. Certainly, they could have went with. And then you have Bill Belichick doing Bill Belichick things. Who is Cole? <laughs> My favorite thing was somebody on Twitter put out. He's like, is he the new character in the Marvel movie? Is he like Stephen Strange's brother? I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> I listen. I looked up his tape the the night while I was at work, and I watched it. He's a solid offensive lineman. He can do guard. He can do tackle. He's he's exactly what Belichick wants, right? I can play every it's position. Like I said, yeah. Belichick doing Belichick yep. things. Everybody looking at him going, going to be a 15-year, 13-all pro, <laughs> nine-time pro bowler, Super Bowl champion, right? Um, it's, just, it's a decent pick, but... But I, I want to ask you before, <laughs> yeah. before we move on, your biggest surprise? Because I know what my biggest surprise was. I think it might be the same then. I don't know if it is, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. I think it was Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I, Pittsburgh, because here's the thing. We were talking so much about Malik Willis going to Pittsburgh. Malik Willis going to Pittsburgh. If he was Mike there, Tomlin likes him so if, much. If he was there, yeah. Pittsburgh was taking him. This I'm telling, and we talked about this on the phone while it was going on. This had to have been the GM. Somebody in that front office overseeding Mike Tomlin. Because I know he came out and he said, we did all the homework, and at the end of the day, we went to the guy next door, which is fine. I don't have a problem with it. He's, not a, bad, he's not a bad quarterback. He's actually something that could fit that system really well. It's just surprising because of the two of them, we're in agreement on this. Malik Willis has a lot more upside. Oh, his ceiling's way higher. Yeah, because I, I and I heard somebody say, "What is Kenny Pickett right now? He's probably Mac Jones at this point. He's he's NFL ready. Yes. He's the most NFL ready quarterback of any of the quarterbacks that are in the draft. Yes, plug him in. He will play well. Deontay Johnson, speaking, Chase Claypool, they'll get their catches. Speaking of which, <laughs> you know, Mitch was sitting at home going, "Son of a." <laughs> Competition. Absolutely. You said I'd be the starting quarterback. You said I was QB1. What did you say about Mason? Well, that's been fun. (laughs) Hey, uh, Dwayne. (laughs) Dwayne Johnson? Uh, Yeah, I'd like to uh, (laughs) declare for the XFL draft. Yeah. (laughs) You guys need quarterbacks? I just just need one promise from you. No helmets to the head, sir. (laughs) (laughs) It's the XFL. You never know. No. You never know. He Hate Me comes out of nowhere. Oh, please. <laughs> it's Miles Garrett in a He Hate Me jersey. Oh, my God. I'm you thought God. you'd get away from me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Freaking out running all over the field. Oh, please do. Oh. I just but, I was, I'll say this. That, that pick, I think, could... It's got the high risk and the high reward thing for Pittsburgh. This could put them on top, or it could potentially... St- stagger them for a long time. In consideration with, obviously... The fact that the division, I think, in, in essence, only got better. And I don't know what's going to happen with the Browns. Obviously, we, we still have a lot of questions on that. But in consider, consideration with the fact that, by the way, I got to say for one of our winners that we didn't even get a chance to mention, uh, Baltimore absolutely doing a fantastic job in getting probably two of the most solid picks you could get in the draft in 
Tyler Linderbaum and Kyle Hamilton. I mean, they, they've now provided a defensive back that they've desperately needed for a while to help them out at safety. And they're getting their guy. I don't know if he's going to be the next Ed Reed, but he certainly is a big, strong safety that can work the field. And then you're getting Tyler Linderbaum, a center that they absolutely they absolutely need to have in the middle because that offensive line so needs an anchor. Who would you consider the biggest steal in the draft? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to Homer all over this. So am I. I probably am too. I, I mean, well, Homer in the sense of, of the team I support. I think Daxton Hill was a steal for. I don't for disagree the with you. Bengals. They needed a corner slash safety. They got a corner slash safety. He can do everything on the field. He is perfect in my opinion for what they need to do. And it get. And I'm telling you, if he's the corner, good because that means Eli Apple. Goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. Adios. No more Eli Apple. No. Yeah. No, no more toast. Like I said, if I wanted toast, I'll make it at home. I don't need it on the field. Mine is Jahan Dotson. Yep. Like, the, the command. It's going to be a great one-two punch. It's sneaky. Yeah. Like, the commanders sneak sneakily yeah. have gotten way better on the offensive side. Absolutely. And, and, and I Carson know, Wentz is an upgrade. I don't care what anybody says. Right. I'm not a Carson Wentz fan, and I know he's an upgrade from yeah. Heineke. Right. I mean, well, and the good thing is you still have Heineke, so you have a quarterback that already has familiarity with the offense. You've got the quarterback that has probably the skill sets to make that offense work to the next level, and now you've got him a big-time playmaker wide receiver in Terry McLaurin. Now you've got another guy who could potentially be a big-time playmaker in Jahan Dotson on both ends. It's if you don't Chris, want to work him in the slot. It's Chris Godwin 2.0. Yeah, essentially. It's a, it's a really solid pairing that... I don't think the Redskins have seen, or I don't think the Commanders have seen. Sorry, I hey, forgot. Hey, the, it's yeah. okay. Still trying to get used to it. I don't think the Commanders have Redskins, seen. Redskins, commies, yeah. whatever. <laughs> right. I, I call them the crooks at this point. Yeah. But uh, probably since Santana Moss, and I would say Ar- Armstrong, maybe, for those who that remember that, yeah, those right. days, way back in the day, in 2010-11. But the, it's so much better. It's, so, it's such a next quarterback that gets in there is going to have fun. They're gonna have fun, and, and and that's the thing is, I would not be surprised if they took a quarterback in the second round. They might. That being said, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna maybe glance into the future because uh, a, a team in the area has two picks in the second round. We're gonna talk about <laughs> that. We're gonna talk about where we think Malik Willis will end up, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a couple surprises along the way here. On Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. I told you it was nothing but NFL music. Dang it. <laughs> Why don't you ever believe me? Yeah. Welcome back to Blow the Whistle, SportstownChicago.com. Welcome to our NFL draft extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Here. On SportsTownChicago.com. Absolutely. Welcome back to all our Under the Hood podcast listeners, new and reoccurring. Welcome to anybody else listening to us on the SportsTownChicago.com. Ray, do you want to say hi to Nana and Mommy? Hi, Nana and Mama. Do you love them? Yeah. Say love you. Love you. So adorable. Cutest thing ever. Absolutely. This should be the highest rated show now. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. You're a superstar. 
You know that? <laughs> Your radio career has begun. You're a superstar. All right. So there is some talent, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. left out there for these second round picks. Starting off with, ladies and gentlemen, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the clock. On yes. the clock. <laughs> and, and that's scary to me because <laughs> let me tell you, this would be where Tampa Bay just does one Pulls of the, like a hey, look at this. Move. Watch this. We're going to get Malik Willis. Right. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this. I don't know if they're going to actually, I think they're content with their quarterback situation. Just because Tom came back, which I don't think he's Blaine coming back Gabbert. for. Well, Kyle Trask. I, I just don't think Tom's coming back for just one year, you know? Yeah, I think he's going to do a year-by-year thing. Maybe. Maybe he will. I, I mean, listen. Tam- Giselle, are you sick of me yet? Yeah. Okay, I'm going back to play. The kids aren't home? Okay, I'm going to go back to football. Fine. <laughs> you don't want to hang out with me? That's cool. But uh, Awesome. Thanks, lady. Yeah. But, I mean, listen. Tam- <laughs> Tampa's got two second-round picks. They're pretty loaded as it is. I don't really know what else they need. I I mean, are they Running back? Maybe. I mean... I can see them taking Brees Hall right here, to be honest with you. Probably. Maybe. I The, the difficult thing is is that Tampa Tampa throws the ball so much as it is. Yeah, you don't, but, really, you don't really need that premier setup running back then. But here's the thing. Like, like we said... Like I said earlier, you yeah. know, Kansas City was a pass first run and then you know they go out and get uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire Hilaire so I mean (laughs) I mean it's not out of the conversation and and when they won the Super Bowl a big contributor of that was Leonard Fournette right yeah now Fournette's a year older now right you don't know you what he's going to be. You need to start thinking about air apparent and Brees Hall's kind of the same prototypical kind of running back. I he's got he's got I kind of power. Look at, yeah, I kind of look at him as kind of like a LaShawn McCoy, if you will. Speed plus power equals the ability to probably break all the tackles. To be shady. Yeah, absolutely. Be shady. Two point <laughs> He's he's a talent, but. I, they got two second round picks, and let's, and let's be honest: if Tampa wants to, they could probably trade those picks, go get a premier player for themselves on defense if they want, because that defensive line is getting older. So if they want to, they could probably go get another because they need well, another edge rusher. You never, you never know when JJP is going to blow off another finger. <laughs> Too soon? No, absolutely not. Okay. That's he. He is the poster child for do not play with fireworks. Yeah, at this point. we had a we had a too soon moment last night while we were talking. <laughs> Willa. We love you, Drew, but geez. <laughs> it was good. Way it was good too though. Soon. Yeah, way too soon. Way too soon. I uh honestly, do you who do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, let let me throw it out to our do our it. listeners first. Yep. I'd like to know what our listeners think the Bears are going to do with these two picks in the second round. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One. I don't want to start there though. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna come roundy bouties about it. Right. I want to know where do you think Malik's lands? 
I, I'm going to tell you where I hope he lands. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know where you hope he lands. But there's here's the thing. Real quick before I get to that, there's a ton of teams right now that could look for him as a quarterback, right? We talked about Seattle taking him at nine. They've got back-to-back second-round picks. We know the Bears aren't taking a quarterback after 39. So Seahawks could go quarterback and another offensive lineman if they want to, which would be a solid move, by the way. It would help them out making the move. I mean, you got Charles Cross. Add another tackle to that position or a guard. Get your quarterback for the future. That could be a solid move for them for sure. Maybe the Colts. I There's a, there's a small percentage chance just simply because of the fact that the Colts, they have the commitment from Matt Ryan for right now, but they don't know. Obviously, they don't know how long they're going to have Matt Ryan. He could instantly retire very quickly. So I think at this point, it's, it's probably... I, I have to say it's probably Atlanta, and if it's not Atlanta, then it's got to be Detroit. I there there's I feel like. there's a couple sneaky sneaky teams. Although I will I'll throw in the Tennessee Titans. I said that's the one that worries me the most. <laughs> and and I'll and I'll do it because I said it yesterday too. When the Vikings went to the thirty second pick, they could be another throwing on the quarterback. They got Kellen Mond. <laughs> no no no. See I here's I no no. Here's my here's my issue with that. Yeah. The team wasn't off of Kellen Mond. It was, well, yeah, Zimmer. It was Zimmer. Right. That dude doesn't know his behind from a, a hole in the ground. So, but, I mean, comparatively, Malik Willis, Kellen Mond, yes, you're getting a cheaper product from Kellen Mond, but you're getting probably more bang for your buck out of Malik Willis. I and you're just, getting the future prodigy see, for... I don't see Minnesota doing that. I just don't. Yeah. You I, drafted Kellen Mond in the third round last year. They're right. going to the new regime's going to want to see what they have in him before they say. I mean, see you later. To be fair, you already to did. Be fair. To be fair, you already did make a terrible move. I think in the draft, anyways, you dropped from twelve to thirty-two to again get a safety. You probably could have gotten at this position anyways. So I don't know. What about the Giants? <sighs> the Giants. They they, they, they did up. They did Jones not pick up option. his. Uh, Optioned him out. Yeah, so. they didn't pick up his option. I, they could be Daniel a play Jones for asked it. triple tri, triple. Yeah, yeah Mitchell right. Trub- Mitchell Trubisky. How that went? I for will him. say this though: there's a possibility that Malik Willis might not even be the first quarterback in the second round, because if you're the Giants and you're saying, "Well, we're going to give Daniel Jones this year and that's it," do you maybe say, "Well, do we take a guy like Matt Coral? Do we take a flyer maybe on Sam Howell? Do we get one of these guys that we maybe think can be the heir apparent to if he doesn't really I think Howell break fit, it? I think Howell would fit that system way better than probably any other quarterback in that this draft right now. It's, I, the, he's got the, the knock talent. on the knock on Carroll is that he's a, a one read quarterback right. because that's the system he played in. Yeah, of course. Now that's, can he can he develop into a multiple read quarterback? I yes. mean. To also be fair too, it he would be he'd be hooking up with one one heck of a coach, yeah, in Brian Dable, who I think would take him to another level. But he's already kind of in a one read option, considering that they would have Kadarius Tony, and that's really it to throw the ball to. Uh, Oh wait, they might be trading him still. So (laughs) honestly, I would not be surprised if. What would you think of this? Mm. Falcons trade with trade their two second round picks to move up to the Bears spot and the Bears now have three second round picks. 
That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad move because when you think about, like, they're not picking to 48. And there could certainly be a lot of wide receivers that might go in the draft at that point. But if you're getting three, two more second-round picks, you're able to build out the team a lot more. And I, I think a lot of it is going to depend on who's going to be there by that Jets pick, right? Because if you're telling me, like, I mean, we've talked about this. If you're telling me that David Ojabo is going to be there at 39, <laughs> you definitely have to think about the possibility of bringing him in. I you, you don't I don't think you make that move then and you maybe direct another draft him. another one where you and I were talking about like Tampa Bay could just be like yeah we'll take Ojabo <laughs> they could they, they could just Cause, say because what do they got to wait they they can wait on him yeah they don't have any worry God they don't don't do it they don't need him it, it, what's the it, what's the Rams do like trade up and trade up go get Ojabo and it's like yeah what do we care. We, we, we just have everything. We don't need picks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have money. We just we'll give we you, use some Monopoly we'll money to the pay rest, these guys. We'll give you the rest of our picks this year for they this do a Ricky second Williams. round pick. Yeah, just do a Ricky Williams. <laughs> I honestly... Where, okay, so let's move forward. Yeah. And, and where do you think the Bears are going to go with the two picks that they have, barring any trades? I think right now, looking at the draft, kind of doing my own little study as it was... I think there's a good chance that there could be a cornerback that'll be there that they like. Um, I would say that more so for the second pick, their 48th pick. For the 39th pick, I think you have to go with a wide receiver. Because by the time you get to 48, I feel like a, a Christian Watson, a Sky Moore, a lot of those number second round If day, Watson's sitting there at 38 yeah. or 39, mm-hmm. you better take him. Yeah. And, if, and by the way, too, if Bell's there at 48... I would also take him as well and just stack up the receivers. I have heard. I got asked by one of our instructors today yeah. about somebody because I have knowledge yes. about this guy. Right. Uh, there's been a lot of talk that the Bears upper management have has kind of fallen in love with EK from Penn State. I would be okay with that. They need to get... They, He's you a replacement for Mac. A, yeah. You need to get an edge rusher at some point in this draft, I would say. And he and and Dustin asked me, he goes, what do you think? I said, his step is as fast as always is. Yeah. He's, he's one bigger. of the quickest guys right he's now. He's bigger. The, yeah. And he's he's not as mobile as OA. Right. But his first step is as quick, maybe even a little bit quicker and his technique is absolutely better yeah. than always i mean I'll, I'll say this i don't know where his ceiling's at i don't think it's through the roof let's say it could be but i i feel like you've got a. it's it's one of those things where it's like the floor is not that it's not dropping out right there's no bottom out with him <laughs> you're getting a good player it's just where is his ceiling at you That's want me the to compare thing. him to somebody who's actually on the bears right now hmm. he could be robert quinn yeah that's a good compare. I like that comparison. That, he fits that, that really well. You got Robert Quinn on both sides. What are you going to do? Right. <laughs> well, I'll take younger Robert Quinn. No, no, I don't know what we're getting with older Robert Quinn still. That was a good season, but no, I'm okay. Listen, if you can come out of this with the second round saying, I have a wide receiver that might be our premier go-to guy, like Christian Watson or somebody like that, right? And I say, I've got EK or Jabo or somebody who's going to be that premier pass rusher we could work with. Either one of those is a great replacement for yeah. for Mac. They both worked in that 3-4-4-3 kind of down defensive system. They can work as a linebacker, stand up, or they can work as a down, three down defensive end. That's what you need. You need to build that defense. Eberflus is going to look for defense. Let's just be honest. He's going to. He's not going to 
maybe overloaded on offense. They're going to look for some addition on defense. But once again, we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Secondary's pretty deep in this draft as well. That's the thing. You got Andrew Booth Jr. and Kyler Gordon, and there's some really good corners out there right now. Jake uh, Jaquan Brisker. Yeah, if you want to help, if you want to upgrade that safety, and they need a safety, they he, need a safety. They could probably get him in the third. Although I I know those Cowboys were. Oh, they, they love him. They, they love him. They love him. Well, and he, they, and he fits what the listen, Cowboys need. They also have a little certain someone that plays middle linebacker for them going, psst, psst, I got a guy. Right. <laughs> my friend. Draft my friend. And then draft my other friend, EK. Just Penn State in, in that is, it's like LSU going to Cincinnati. It's Penn State going to the Dallas Cowboys, which I'll be completely honest. Not a bad thing, because if you're talking about, if you're not going to go on with your quarterback, there's a quarterback in Penn State that might be a future Dallas Cowboy. Just saying. Hey, shut your cake hole. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this much. Uh, I I think Jaquan Brisker. Yeah. I would put him number two. Okay. As far as safeties in this draft. I think his size kind of hindered him in all the measurements. Yeah. yeah. But he's... He's such a natural. His playmaking ability and his vision is just, great. Yes, just a natural. He's a ball hawk. Yeah, I mean, listen. If he's, it's it's a toss. And up what between, are you gonna What are you gonna do with two ball hawks in the in the in the secondary? Yeah, I mean, listen. Hamilton's the best safety. I would say. I would agree with that. I would say it was a between for me. It's seen and Petre from Baylor. They're kind of a. 2A, 2B, because they're kind of the same safety, And I've essentially. seen Petre go into the Bears in this I, this I would be, I'd be happy. to Petre's a hitter, and he's a ball hawk. You're getting a, two, you're getting a, a, essentially a quarterback at safety, no matter who you're picking, really. Brisker's intelligence and vision, Petre's intelligence and vision, both of those guys could be that quarterback for the defense, if you will, at safety, and you need that guy, because I'm sorry, Eddie Jackson's a playmaker, but he's not really, I would say, a quarterback for the defense, if you will. For him to be a playmaker, you have to have shutdown cornerbacks. Yes. So he can rove like he loves to rove. Absolutely. I am going to be very interested. I would love to see chaos in the second round like there was last night. Oh, I, I think it's going to happen. Watch people trade down in the draft to get more picks. Watch teams move up in the draft to get more picks. There's going to be a lot more trades happening. Here's here's a question Trust for me. you. Mm. You have, um, is Carolina picking in the second round? Uh, I don't see I think that. they might have given up that pick potentially. I think they may have too. Yeah. So Carolina's... Still not picking. Neither is Los Angeles, but Baker. I, uh, I don't. If they don't go out and get themselves a quarterback, yeah, in this draft, they're going trade going to trade for Baker. I. That's the thing, though. I don't know if they're going. Well, I think everybody's waiting to see what Cleveland does, right? Because the Cleveland's. Cleveland's waiting to see what happens with Deshaun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Before they make a move on Baker. Once they figure out if Deshaun can play the full season, then they may cut Baker outright, which then it's a free-for-all, right? To the highest bidder, he will go. So I think that's what Carolina, I Pittsburgh is obviously out of it now. There's no, that all that Baker to Pittsburgh, it's done. So I, I think like, it's Carol. That, it's that was such a great like homer move by yeah, Pittsburgh. It really was. Like they're like, well, Big Ben's gone. What can we do to keep people coming back? Let's take the college, Big Ben. Let's let's bring the kid from Pitt. Yeah, who literally dressed in a locker room right across from the Steelers' locker room. Yeah, like 
Broke all of Dan Marino's records, and we all know how the Steelers are kind of like, we could have had Dan Marino, we could have had Dan Marino, we could have had Dan Marino. Jets could have had Dan Jets Marino. Could, yeah, the Jets could have had, the Jets that, could have had a lot of people. The, the Jets, the, the, that front office must know something that we don't then about that Ken O'Brien. I'll give it to, I mean, I, I don't want to go back in the first round, but I'll say I'll give it to Joe Douglas. If he figured out how to make it happen in the first round, I fully believe that he'll be able to fill out the rest of this draft. I know they don't have a second-round pick anymore. Yes, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, and it's, oh yes, they do. I, sorry, they do. So, I, even still, they'll find a way to make, make it happen then for the Jets. That might be where Brees Hall goes. That Don't give up on Michael Carter. I'm telling you. He's a good running back. I don't know I, if he's I, at number one. But them together would be great. Them together would be good because Brees Hall, obviously I can do everything running back. Michael Carter, I'm more of a pass option, I think, coming out of the backfield, but still really strong, really strong running backs coming out. That'll help the Jets. I, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, the Jets, believe it or not, the Jets may actually be that team that might surprise us. And I'm going to say this, too, because they're not picking again in the second round either because they didn't have a first round pick. I still don't know what what's up with Miami. I still feel like they missed it. They, they, I feel like, th- I know I, you know I yelled about it yesterday, but I feel like they whiffed because they were scared. When Tom Brady came back, they're like, oh, we've got to show something because if we don't get Tom Brady, then we're out. So they went and they just found the... No, they went everybody's going to turn into Buccaneers. Yeah. So they just went and traded for Tyree Kill, and I just feel like they... They pulled a move without actually understanding what they I, I want to wait and see what the offensive scheme yes. is. Because he is a brilliant... McDaniels? Mike McDaniel, yeah. McDaniel is a brilliant offensive mind. Yes. So I want to see if he can scheme <laughs> to Tua's strengths. Yeah. It's a whole different ball game. And, and Tua's not too far off from Jimmy Garoppolo, so... There, there's a lot of comparison in there. I would say, for the most part, and I will also say this: the both Raiders, of them have bum shoulders. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, well, and I'll say this too. Also, the Raiders won as well, folks. They didn't even draft, but the Raiders won. And by the way, they still have draft picks, so they they've got a third round pick that they're going to burn, and they're probably going to go get an offensive lineman. And then, since this offensive line draft is stacked with talent, they're going to go get a guy that's probably going to be pretty special. Probably Rashad Walker from Penn State. That I, you know what? That's a pretty solid pick. Although they because they did just say they didn't pick up some third uh, some fifth year options on uh, uh, Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Abraham and a few other guys. So. It's put up or shut up time for Josh Jacobs, and if you can get Walker, that opens if up the run game stay, for them. If he could stay healthy for a season, yeah, I, I think he'd put up numbers. Him and Colton Miller would be a great left guard, left tackle situation for for Derek Carr to just throw for five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns, and Devontae's got three thousand of them. <laughs> Hey, 2,000, let's give credit to Hunter Henry and to... Hunter Renfro, you know? Hunter Renfro and... Hunter Henry? Yeah, I know. Hunter, I He was went thinking, double H instead of triple. I thought I thought tight end and then Hunter came out of my mouth. Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Let's give those guys a little bit of credit. They'll no, have like 1,000 yards apiece. They're stacked. They're so stacked. I, I seriously think they... I don't think they'll win the division. Sneaky. They're going to be second in the division. Sneaky. They're going to be good. Sneaky. Absolutely. That... That division this year is like the NFC West last year. Oh, oh, and by the way, Chargers got better. The Chiefs got some got a steal, I think, in Carloftis. I think that I I, I was saying that should have been their pick Did at you see thirty. Kelsey? They oh, they yeah. drafted Carloftis. He's like, oh ho, 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 yeah, Gave the old arm pump, yeah. <laughs> 
Dad, I were cooking with gas. Oh, they, they are. You, oh. you know these these like little podunk town kids all hang out together. Yeah, he, he knew who. He by, was. by the way, for those who don't know, yeah, George Karloftis from Purdue. From Purdue, Purdue does does produce quality quality players. And ladies didn't and gentlemen, play football till I think they said high school. Like it, it was from Greece, played water polo. Yeah. And turned into a giant. And then he was like, I'm going to play football. His Greek grandfather was there. Yes. That's, that, that was, was amazing. That was, that was, that was great. amazing. I, I will say this. I'm very interested to see where Waddell ends up. Cause he's probably going to go. I'm guessing late second, early third. I'm guessing he's going to go. Probably, I'm thinking like early mid third because unfortunately, Kansas when city, you th- <laughs> God, no, please. I mean, it, like, hey, we just found Tyreek. Yeah, I don't want to because I don't want to knock the kid. But unfortunately, Kentucky does get they, they're getting more of a rep now. But when it comes to the skill players, obviously, Benny Snell and a bunch of others have not really panned out defensively. They've been solid. But I, here's here's my thing with Benny. I, I don't know if Benny actually ever got a fair shake in Pittsburgh. Well, he was always going to be the backup. Yeah. Behind James Conner. You were always going to be James Conner was the most beloved running back in that city. Yeah. In forever since Jerome Bettis. Yeah. And then, you know, what do you, well, he's a better running back, but it's James Conner. Right. Exactly. He, he beat leukemia. Right. <laughs> like, he's a hometown kid. He played at Pittsburgh. I mean, what are we talking about? He here? would have won the Heisman if he hadn't gotten leukemia. I believe that. I truly believe that. The kid's a, he was, was on, a beast. He was on a tear that year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't feel like he got, I, I he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it out there to you right now. Yeah. He's one of those guys that if he went to Cincinnati yeah. after, after Mixon decides to, he would fit there so much. I listen, he'd be a lot better than Evans who can't catch a pass in the Super Bowl for a fourth down. Come on, man. All right. All right. Um, uh, but that being said, we listen, this is going to be probably one of the most fun nights I have in a very, very long time. Oh, there's going to be a lot of guys that get picked that we're kind of like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, really? Really? I'm the shov- rich get richer? Because yeah. I'm shoveling pizza in my mouth tonight. Ooh. Uh, Do you want to have pizza tonight, Ray? <laughs> you no? don't want to have pizza? You don't want pizza? What do you want? You want hot dogs? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're trying. Um... I would, it's going to, because there's going to be names that you and I know. Yes. Not, like, no, everybody else is going to be like, who's this guy? <laughs> We're going to be we'll like, tell you we'll who see, they are. We'll break it down yeah. for you. And we, we'll do it next week. We're going to have another one of these NFL draft like, extravaganza shows. We're definitely going to be talking about the Bears and what they did. Yeah, absolutely sure. talking about what the Bears did in the draft. That'll probably be like the first two, maybe three segments. Yeah, absolutely. And then we'll go into the rest of the draft and probably touch on a little NBA the next time we all, y'all hear from us. But that being said, Andrew, absolute pleasure. Glad you could come in. Of course. TGIF, everybody. Yep. Thank you again to everyone from the Under the Hood podcast. If you couldn't listen to us live, shame on you. But <laughs> there are ways to listen to us on Spotify and every other real major platform that there is. And let's not forget about our favorite quad pod because why, Andrew? They never forget about you. That's right. Unless your name's David. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, sorry. Um. <laughs> To our uh, amigo, yes, our boy mm-hmm. Tyler, Emily, 
Congratulations. Absolutely. Congratulations. Many, many, many years of happiness and bliss ahead of you. I cannot wait to be at that wedding. (laughs) It is going to be, I just hope it doesn't come up short. Had you to. are had to. too much, my had friend. Had to. <laughs> now, that being said, uh, for me, David Dykstra. I'm Andrew Valentin. Stay positive. Be positive. Surround yourself with positive things and positive people. And positive positivity will happen for you. We will talk to you next time here on Blow the Whistle.